always love meeting a new customer. Come on in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the tavern, Bob's Tavern, that is, live uh, from behind the bar. I am your bartender, Jay. And I'm your bartender, Dave. Gang is here, and this episode is brought to you by our lovely, wonderful, amazing, best playing in the Battlegrounds patrons over at patreon.bobstavern.pub. You can join them. Uh, by becoming a patron as well. And uh, then, yeah, we'll consider you to be one of the best in the battlegrounds. But before we jump into today's topic, let's uh, catch up a little bit. Dave, how are things going for you? Things are going pretty well. Um, Battlegrounds has been pretty useful right now as standard meta is kind of bad. Um, for those of you who keep up with standard as well, uh, deck of lunacy is very, very stupid and, uh, secret paladin is very strong, but this isn't a standard podcast except for in the fact that with every new expansion, they reset the battlegrounds perks. So I will ask you, Dave, did you get battlegrounds perks this time? I did <laughs> only because uh, only because they come in the mega bundle. So the patrons will know this because we talked about it at the beginning. Before we started this show, I did not get the battlegrounds perks, and here's why: other than the stats, which are not a big deal, other than the extra two minions, which is or extra two hero options, which is kind of a big deal. Uh, the only other perk you get is Overlord Sourfang, which, uh, check our episode a few weeks ago. Yeah, he not good. Um, in fact, Sourfang, let me, uh, does quick internet research here. Sourfang, I'm pretty sure, is at the bottom of the Tier 7 list as not, not a great hero to play. Mm, he's a tier three, yeah. Sure, okay. If if you like playing with tier three heroes, then go ahead, spend fifteen dollars. Now, as of as of now, I do have, uh, I do have the battlegrounds perks, uh, mostly so that we could talk some stats and stuff in the pre-show. Which, again, if you're a patron, you get access to that pre-show. And this one was actually a little bit longer. It was about twenty minutes of us just chatting about all the good things happening in Hearthstone right now. Uh, But another place where you can talk uh, battlegrounds and strategy and thoughts is in our Discord, and there will be a link to the Discord. We actually have a new member to the Discord who is presenting the show today with their thoughts, and that is Televised Carnage. Uh, What's going on? I'm going to call you TC from now on because... I will mess it up or I'll call you Carnage, I guess. That works too. Um, but we had a great, great like little introduction message from Carnage that was, you know, a great topic for a show and wanted to hear our thoughts. So I'm gonna read kind of the the thing that we're going to we're gonna be sitting on for this entire episode. And that is uh, their last message, which was 
A few things I can think of are to quit rolling so much, just look for upgrades to your board by either swapping out minions or buffing ones that you think might stick around for a while. When there are only five or six players left in the lobby, don't make risky, risky plays. Try to maximize your position to eliminate one or more players to survive enough to make it to the top four. Don't force a comp or a tribe. Let the build come to you. Try to better understand solo mid-range builds. Taunts are very good for top four right now. They rarely finish first, but tend to have some staying power in the early to mid-game. This comp is pretty easy to assemble right now as well. I'd love to hear the cast's thoughts on this topic. Um, so there's a lot there. We're kind of going to break it down into three areas. And the first one is quit rolling so much. Uh, Dave, do you have a re-roll problem? I don't think so. Um, but of course me not recognizing a problem I have is something that a lot of people tend to do. So maybe I do, and I just don't actually know it. Um, I tend to focus because there's many parts of the early game until you get maybe to like eight or nine gold there's pretty set patterns of of play that you take pending that you're not like Ratham or Akazamzarak something where you play a little bit off of a curve um I I try to to limit my rolling as much as I can and just take what I'm given um until I have a solid comp and if that solid comp is working then I will obviously just be looking for the upgrades, and sometimes that means rolling a lot. Um, it all depends on what you're playing, honestly. I I agree. I will say that I do I do have a re-rolling problem. Uh, I tend to re-roll more than I should, and I catch myself doing it, and I'm like, ah, I probably shouldn't have re-rolled there. Or um, I'm like, uh, I mean, I don't really like any of these options, and if I re-roll, then I can sell something, and it's like... I always want to play super greedy, which always like bites me in the butt. Like eight times out of 10 being greedy will like gambling is going to result in you losing something. So yeah, I, I definitely struggle in the, the idea of not, or I guess giving up more than I'm, I'm actually going to gain. And sometimes I do it by mistake too. So I totally agree. Like, don't don't re-roll like an extra minion. And and I, maybe maybe the one difference here is if you could re-roll for a stronger board or level up, which one would you do? Oh, that's all situational. I um I I think I tend to. I think I, I right now I tend to level up, but if I'm running a comp that needs, but if I feel like my board is going to get extremely weaker um, right then, I might opt to go for a play that just doesn't go on a level up, but decides to stay and try to survive. Um, I have had games where I've had to go an extra turn, not let, not taverning up just because I needed to survive. Um, but when you do that, most of the times you just never roll up and you end up losing anyways. I've learned that. Yeah, I, I think that there's like a, a pattern to follow there that is, can I level up and purchase a minion? Can I 
level up and use my hero power. And if you can't do either of those things, then you should not be leveling up, in my opinion. That's that's just in my opinion. Uh, the one exception to that being turn two. Um, turn two, it's probably just best to level up uh, unless you have, you know, uh, Millhouse Mana Storm, um, Pyramid. One of the one of those heroes where getting your hero power off early is going to allow you to to take advantage of it. And I, I think the other option there too is if you have a token on turn one, then maybe you don't level up because you can always take that third turn to level up and purchase a minion if you sell one of the tokens. But I mean, again, like you said, it is very situational. But I do think that there is a kind of a formula for should I be leveling up? Should I be re-rolling when I think if you have to argue between should I be re-rolling or should I be leveling up you should be leveling up but then the same goes for if you level up make sure that you can level up use a hero power if you know a hero power is going to get you more minions on the board for your next turn or it's going to make your minions stronger or something uh, and then of course if you can level up and purchase a minion then that's always the way to go in my opinion yeah, level up and being able to buy something is always is always very strong. Yeah, late game it feels really bad when you're leveling up and you're just like, my board did not get any better this turn. Um, that's oh that's my gosh, no yeah. fun. So the the next one is mm-hmm. looking for upgrades to your board, and I'm going to be honest, this was something that I was not doing until probably the last month, and that is. Mm-hmm looking for equal positioning but selling and buying minions to to make your board stronger um i i don't know why i had this this weird thought of like once you've purchased the minion that minion is part of your warband and you should never sacrifice any of your warband unless you absolutely have to unless you're going to upgrade you know from a tier one to a tier two or you know tier three tier four and up you know kind of those ideas but honestly I think that there is something to say about just making a stronger board from minions of the same tavern tier. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I guess I, I, uh, I think I've done that before. <laughs> I don't know how good it is. I'm there. I think unless the minion is going to absolutely make your comp, um, Unless it's going to make your comp so much better that it's just so worth it to do that. Otherwise, I think it it might be better to um, find some other game plan. If it's a situation where you're doing it or or you're hanging some gold, maybe you just take a couple extra rerolls at the end just to see what you can get for next turn. Um, we already addressed that, though. Or- Quit rolling so much. Yeah, but that's but if you're sitting with two but if you're sitting with two extra gold in your but if you're sitting with like two extra gold and and um your comp is at a point where it's not gonna where like selling and buying doesn't change too much, then maybe you just look for something better in your last two rolls and maybe you look for something that you can that you can freeze for. and that my and that logic in itself that I'm making might be pretty flawed. So yeah, I, I, I disagree with it. I, I think that okay. I mean, and and 
I mean, again, I'm not, I'm not saying that my answer is right either. I think, I think in all of these answers, it's going to be, it's very situational. It definitely depends. Every, every use case is going to be like completely, you know, whatever the, the biggest, the biggest thing is understanding what you're getting out of the decision that you've made. If, if you freeze the board to set up for a triple, that's great. If you freeze the board to set up for a second minion that could then set up a triple, that's, that's asking a lot, but that is, yeah. If you're selling a weaker minion to get a stronger minion of the same tavern tier, I think that that is always going to be better than preparing for the following turn. If you can, uh, if you can do more to ensure that you win that next round, I think you always try to focus on how do I win the existing round followed by how do I try to win subsequent rounds? Because every point of damage that you take is a problem. If, if you can, if you can go from taking 10 points of damage to five points of damage, especially in that mid range, that's so good. That's so clutch. And and that can be the difference between fourth and fifth place is like, Oh, like, I don't know how many times I've had like three points, like three health left and just been like, Ooh, fifth place made it like, all right, cool. Fifth place person just got eliminated. I'm in fourth, you know, everything is better. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why I say, I I think that it's, yeah, it's best to make those decisions. I see where you were coming from. I agree with what you are saying. Yes. Makes sense. And then the last topic is this is one that we actually talked a lot about in the pre-show. So, I mean, again, patreon.bobstavern.pub. I will constantly be reminding people. Uh, But uh, try to better understand solid mid-range builds. And this this one we had a couple of points on. And I think the important point was don't build a mid-range build that can't transition to late game. Which in some ways could probably be reworded into don't play mechs. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but I, I think that what, what we see often is people that are playing for top four versus playing to win. Which, I mean, again, a, a top four finish is a win. But... When you're playing for top four, you might go with a comp that is good in mid game, but it's mm-hmm. sometimes your boards like sometimes the the game just goes longer than you expected. If you if yeah. you build a comp that is going to be good from you know tavern tier three, four, and five but doesn't have a solid transition into tavern tier six, what you're doing is you're, you're guaranteeing a fourth, fifth and sixth place finish while giving up the ability to always guarantee a second, third and fourth place finish. And to me, that is how you get that consistent growth. I mean, that is, that is a thing that I catch myself doing more than anything where it's like, Oh man, I'm building uh, I, I think Carnage said that like taunt builds are really good right now, and it's like, I mean, 
a taunt build if you can get all the pieces in place. A taunt build if you can get, uh, you know, some necessary goldens is very good. But if you can't guarantee those pieces, then what you're going to have is this goofy taunt build that, like, can't finish, you know, what it started. Yeah. I mean, I think... I, I, I'm not so much sure. Um, I wish I better understood what, um, it, what like, if, if Televised Carnage wanted to, like, if there was a better clarification other than solid mid-range builds. Um, I don't know if that means just, like, having, like, your mid-range comp that you're just going to kind of um, do. It, I, it seems like, based on the fact you're saying that taunts are very good for top four, that it means, like, actually recognizing that i'm not i might not be in a spot to get to like top three or whatever but if i can get to top four just by playing like a taunts base comp or something like that because i mean i've seen it all the time like i I go up against players who go taunt comp and they end up somewhere between somewhere between fourth and sixth usually um depending on how strong the how much the other players in the lobby either hit a extremely strong comp on a on a um power leveling type of strategy or whether um or whether the other whether it just gets grinded out and the person just ends up losing anyways unfortunately um i i feel like having an understanding of of like what's best in the mid game um takes a lot of time when you're playing cuz the mid game is very murky um in battlegrounds right now it seems to be like early game like maybe like a quick mid game but then it just quickly shoots into that late game where you have to have like that tier six comp um, or like a tier five, six comp, essentially. I, I agree that a taunt comp is strong mid game, but like what yes. defines a taunt comp? Like if you have Twilight Emissary, you know, a couple of dragons and Arm of the Empire, to me, that's not a taunt comp. Like a taunt comp for me yeah. is like you've got. Karaji, or preferably a golden Karaji. Yeah. Maybe like a yeah. ring. Like if you go like demons, like I feel like Maybe demons a have a really good taunt comp, but I also think that like I would rather go big Fernal than Karaji when it comes to yeah. a demon comp because if you've Agreed. got ring matron, you're going to have a really big, big Fernal that transitions better to an Annihilant Battlemaster that transitions better into a Void Lord. Amalgadon and you know Imp Mama, and all yeah. those continue to build your board. I I feel like the problem that I run into is that Arm of Arm of the Empire is good as long as you have the the board that you're going to be fighting with in the end game. And I think that's why you know yeah you know, they even said like it's it's very good for top four, but it, they rarely finish first. It's because you don't want to be stuck with these weak taunts that you got from Tavern Tier 2, 3, and 4. You want to be able to transition, but every time you transition, you're resetting the taunt. And it's like that, nobody wants mm-hmm. that. So it's like, how do you... Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna go out and say that I don't think that taunt comp is good enough still. I think yeah. that I would much rather play for like pirates Mm -hmm. or big demons or like a solid dragon finish i think that there are ways Mm -hmm. that you can bring some taunt pieces in to kind of help 
carry mm-hmm. you across the threshold. But I think just saying I'm going to focus on building like a solid arm of the empire comp, like that's that's not that's yeah. not going to help anybody. What I will say mm-hmm. is I've been surprised that like elementals are kind of I don't want to say elementals are coming back, but I've seen some elementals that have been getting on my nerves as of late, <laughs> if I'm honest. I think it's just that that big health stat that you can build on them. Yeah. I so for those who are listening obviously won't know that won't actually wouldn't actually notice if I didn't say it, but I, I got a first place ward uh, force ward in Omu game, but I, and I played Ellie's and I just posted the comp in in our little like uh casters chat. I'll put I'll put and it in the show notes like for uh some big boy stuff. Yeah, it's got like an 8072 wildfire elemental like golden it's got like golden wildfire Ellie golden party golden molten rock uh gar that I had built up to like 72 and then at the end because I didn't really know what to do other than like keep trying to cycle elementals was I just put arms in yeah. at the end and and it kind of carried me to the finish line. Yeah, and in that last in the last one. And I mean, this one you have you have three taunt elementals and an arm of the empire. Yeah, I would still call this an elemental yeah. comp, not. It's an Ellie yeah, comp. Yeah, it's Ellie comp. It's not a taunt comp. And I think that's yeah. that's what I'm trying to yeah. think about too. Is like what mm-hmm. what are we calling a taunt comp here? Because I think that the stuff that we say works isn't a taunt comp. It is, I'm doing this other comp and using taunt minions to kind of get me across, you know, the finish line there. Mm-hmm. It's like third place with Millhouse Mana Storm. And I mean, it's a demon comp, but I mean, the ring matrons were kind of the, the MVPs. That and I had a Golden Island Battle Master. So, I mean... That's a, that was a six one ten. <laughs> nobody's nobody's getting through that. But I I can look through my my last you know top fours, and none of them are taunt comps. And if I look at like all the ones where I didn't do as great, well actually none of those are taunt comps either. So you know maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm missing something. If I am missing something, show me uh, uh, Carnage by all means. Show me a good example of what you mean by a taunt comp. Uh, do it in Discord. I'll be happy yeah. to. I'll be happy to come back and eat crow and say, "Hey, you know what? This actually works." I I just sure. currently don't think that it will. I think that you need, in order to guarantee a fourth place or higher finish, you need to be thinking about like what's going to be that mid range comp that transitions mm-hmm. well into late game. And to me, I think elementals are great for that. I think pirates are great for oh, that. They are. Um, I think that dragons, if you can be a little greedy, can be good for that. But yeah. dragons are so like it's they're so wishy-washy at the miss. moment. Beast, same thing. Like beasts, as much as I love beasts, I love the whole like Goldrin, you know, comp. It it is so wishy-washy. And right now, with everybody focusing on super high health stats with elementals and demons, like I don't feel like beasts are the best. Um, option to go with. Agreed. All right, so that's going to do it. Let us know, and again, thank you to Televised Carnage 1 for joining the Discord. You can be like Carnage and join as well. There will be a link in the show notes. 
Um, but also share your thoughts, share your topics. If you have an idea for a show topic that you want us to cover, we'll be happy to go through it. Of course, uh, we'll mention that the schedule is going to be a little wonky while we're waiting for Quillbore right now. I'm not going to say the meta has been solved, but the meta is basically solved right now. Um, everybody's kind of playing what they're playing and, the only thing that we can do mm-hmm. is continue to learn more about it and play it better. But uh, Dave, if people want to figure out what you're doing in between episodes, what can they? Where can they go? Cool. Uh, people can find me on Twitter uh, at Doctor Fish. D O C T O R F E E S H. I mainly use that to post when I am going live on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash. Dr. Fish, D-O-C-T-O-R-F-E-E-S-H. I'm mainly focused on getting through my school semester right now, but once that is done, there will be more regular streams of Hearthstone and speedruns. That said, you also do a lot of casting and playing in tournaments, something that I should be thinking about doing more of. Yes. uh, today's yeah. not going to be the day for that because dad life. Uh, if you want to reach out mm-hmm. to me, you can. I'm on. I'm at KJY Miller on all the things, uh, including the website. So feel free to hit me up in any of those locations. Uh, yeah. Also, mm-hmm. just a reminder: this show is brought to you by Amber Flight Gaming, where both uh, Dave and I are both players, and we also do a lot of stuff. And keep an eye out. We've got a lot of great players that are. Uh, going to be playing at a lot of master's tour stops and everything else, which is insane to think about. But um, also a big shout out to uh, our, I'm going to, I'm going to say the, the bartending manager, uh, Dragon Rider for accepting a position as the casting director for is the aspirant series that's what i'm also looking to get in there myself they're going to be having a casting um i guess it'd be like a casting school type of thing they're going to do like a workshop to help people get better at casting any probably any form of uh mainly for hearthstone but i mean you could also take what you learned there and apply it to other game to other card games or esports in general um so i would highly suggest checking that out if you're interested all right, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Again, a big thank you to Televised Carnage for joining the Discord. Sure. Be like them. Uh, link in the show notes. But also, thank you for bringing some great topics for us to talk about. But after we toast to you and, and enjoy all of the different banter about whether or not taunt comps are good or not, uh, we should all have to go home because at this point, the tavern is closed, everybody. Get out. Welcome back, Casino. Now, nobody this time. Weapons outside, Hawkeye. You know the rules. Welcome, Krasiki. Your dot corner is ready for booting. Eudora, we have to have a little chat about your tab. I didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads? You are a diamond in the rough, Always a pleasure.